Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to a podcast with me, Dave, and another thing, and Travis. We're going to be talking about what is next for the U.S. of A. Hashtag Red Pill. Hello, Travis. Hi, welcome back, man. Okay, so if anybody ever doubted the existence of Big Brother, or as Travis was just talking about, the ability to plant something onto your computer or your phone or the ability to, to track and listen to you through all your devices, watch you through your TV. That just happened. That just happened. All of a sudden, we've been going strong for two hours. No problems. Boom. Disconnected. Yeah. Where did uh, we cut off at? Because I was talking and all of a sudden I reached out to you. and I was like, help me with saying this word. And um, there was no Dave on the other line. Where yeah. did I leave off? Yeah, I when, got this. Uh, you stopped hearing it. He disconnected in T minus blah, 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 blah. And like, what? Um, you were you were reading from uh, the Illuminati Brotherhood dot org. Yeah. Um, how far? Um, where was I in my reading when you got disconnected from me? I can't I can't remember for sure. That really startled me and jarred me um, yeah. that that just happened. Um, was I reading, did you hear me, uh, break into where I said, uh, policy to join the Illuminati Brotherhood? Yes. Why don't you start from right there? Uh, all right. So you can, uh, we'll, we'll cut this up here and try and make it fast. First stage is usually the initiation stage. Did you get that part? Uh, why don't we go ahead and repeat that? All right. I'm on the same page with you. So I'm reading it as you, as you're speaking. All right. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Directly after the initiation, you shall wait for membership approval or denial letter from the headquarters in Ingolstadt, Germany, or from the Central uh, Zonal Lodge, parentheses, Los Angeles, California, uh, by the Supreme Master Lord. Say the name for me, man, because I can't do that German name again. Franz Xavier Zwack. The, um, the second. On your email address and here, parentheses, you're required to check your email and reply, quote, thanks, great master of the light. Now, like I was telling uh, before when we got disconnected, though I don't know what got actually saved, um, uh, when we talk about um, how we were saying it's Luciferian, um, for those of you who don't know, read the book of Revelation, um, when it talks about um, before he was Satan, he was Lucifer. He was uh, uh, the top archangel, which is, uh, for those that don't know, arch, archangel is not a, a type of angel. It's a, it's a ranking. It's like general. He's, so he was, there are three of them. Uh, he was uh, the highest, um, one of God's most uh, prized creatures, um, decided he wanted to be equal to God, um, rebelled. And uh, took a third of the angels with him as he was cast down to earth. Um, if you do deeper reading and research into more original texts and to um, original like Hebrew and Latin and different uh, origins of art, you find out that there was civilization before humans. Um, a lot of people debate that. I think the proof is there. But regardless, so when they're talking about light, this being of light normally referred to is um, Lucifer. Um, yeah. And let me just interject something there. The oldest yeah. writings on earth, the Sumerian cuneiform, talk about the gods came from the heavens above, found earth maidens to be beautiful, 
and took them as wives and gave birth to giants. Those giants are called the Nephilim. The Nephilim. Nephilim. And yeah, that is, um, for those of you who, um, if you're more religious uh, like me and you follow the Bible, he's not saying anything that goes against the Bible. If you want to check that out, you can find that in Genesis chapter 6. Everything Bam. that he just said is uh, uh, about those writing is confirmed in the Bible. So we have two uh, different sources of writings saying this exact same thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I want to point out uh, one, I believe this book, I believe it um, foolhardily. Um, but two, uh, you might be saying, Oh, that's, that's crazy. Why would anyone believe that? I don't believe that. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what you believe. I, I mean, it does matter, but you believe for, you know, things about your, your spiritual well-being and things like that, but it doesn't matter what you believe. If somebody else, if I believe, um, there was a Edgar Allan Poe uh, short story where a man believed that he was being tormented by a man because he had a quote, uh, like a, a, some weird eye or something. And it was his belief fully that he would not be stopping tormented until he killed the man and took his eye, you know, same general concept. You know, if you full heartedly believe the stuff that these people believe and you have the means to enact it, it doesn't matter whether you're crazy or whether you're spot on correct. If you believe something, you have the ability to act on it and you can, you do it. It's, it's well within that, you know, yeah. it, it goes for any, any religious views on people who believe certain things act on it. That's all you need to know. And also anyway. I've heard many times that the Bible was written in code so that the, the ordinary citizen wouldn't necessarily understand what's being written that, you know, there were sages that, that knew and could translate the inner meaning to, to the common folk. Um, I don't entirely know about that as far as origins. I do know that that was a thing that was happening big time in the Vatican when the uh, with the early church under um, Catholics in the Vatican, which falls right into line with this other stuff um, right in there. So partially on that. And there, there's been, um, for instance, um, anyone who knows of the word of the Bible has probably heard King James Version. Um, so the story behind that was uh, pilgrims, when they were came to what we now know as America, uh, were fleeing the king because he was wanting them to, uh, he didn't like how they were worshiping, he didn't like things that they believed, there was a certain version of the Bible, and so he said, this is the Bible, the version of the Bible that is acceptable, and so we had uh, one of the people that helped pen it was William Shakespeare, and wow. uh, so pretty much... Um, it, it, about that that's where a general idea of separation of church and state is so that the government can tell you this is how your religion must be um and so uh, pretty much imagine if joe biden said this is uh we need a new bible because these pesky christians are getting in the way and it's written by uh stephen king uh <laughs> and uh jk Rowling. that i mean yeah he was a playwright totally. he was one of the many people involved with writing that so that's actually where G king james version comes in um, and so it was one of the and Shakespeare was a strung out cokehead. Yeah. He had a, he had a lot of issues. So, um, yeah, that, that's where some of that stuff is. So yeah, there have been a lot of efforts to try and stifle, um, scriptures to keep it away from people. But as we go Sorry on here, with that tangent, yeah, no, it's okay. I mean, this is stuff tangent worthy. So next bullet point, new members are aid with money award. In other words, it turned it's turned a membership welcome redemption 
uh, equivalent to in U.S. dollars here, 500,000 USD. To recognize their lives in order to match uh, the standard and status of age members. The first amount will be transferred to new members as soon as they complete the final installation task, which shall be given by financial security of the Illuminati as we proceed. Utterly confirmed members will receive a monthly benefit of 90000 U.S. dollars, which shall take effect as soon as the financial department confirm, uh, quote, membership task uh, completed fully. This money, parentheses aid, close parentheses, is to enable new members uh, upgrade standards of living to match uh, with that of aged members of the Illuminati. Bullet point here. Three days after you receive your membership uh, welcome redemption, parentheses financial aid, there will be an installation ceremony of our membership where you will be given the opportunity to visit the nearest lodge in your country. The National Hedge, uh, Head Lodge uh, Master shall take over from there to do the physical installation. Also, the Golden Spiritual uh, Membership Talesman shall be handed together uh, with other membership materials. There would be approximately 95 aged members, each representing a zonal lodge uh, group around the globe, which orchestrate your membership installation ceremony in your country. You still with me, Dave? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was trying to ask you for help here, and I think this might have got caught off. Um, when we talk zonal lodge, um, I don't know how you feel about the man, Alex Jones. But one of his biggest accomplishments he ever did was uh, breach into Bohemian Grove, I believe is how I'm saying the word correct. Yeah, the Bohemian Grove. The Bohemian Grove. And so one of the uh, lodges he got into was, uh, he said, was one of the higher lodges. Um, he's got an interview where you can listen to him talk about it more in depth, but he gives the actual name of the lodge, which he says is really high, second highest. That's where the Bushes uh, were staying. So he was right up there with the George Bush family when he was getting in on there. And you can read, uh, hear more about Bohemian Grove, read more about it. Um, it, it. At this point has become completely debunked. And are you with me, Dave? Oh, yeah. As a matter okay. of fact, I've got another little tangent for you here. I I'm sorry, there. my blank my and I got uh, freaked out for a moment that we got shut down. But go ahead. Wow. People are listening. Yeah. So as a little tangent, I worked there not only at the Bohemian Grove, but the Bohemian Club in San Francisco, which takes up a quarter of a city block and uh, has a complete underground theater that seats 600 people. Um, so I was hired as a, as a security guard at the Bohemian Club. After working there for about a year and a half, they asked me if I wanted to go up and work at the camp. I had no idea. I was 24, completely ignorant, apolitical, didn't know anything, didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground at that point i get there and my mind is absolutely blown by the opulence of this right it's in a virgin redwood grove with these huge thousand year old trees two thousand year old trees whatever and these camps each cabin is built way up on the hill right so it's terraced in this in this valley and um i, I was actually ask I, I met somehow i met george bush senior's butler and he had, he had me up to george bush's camp for cocktails while they were all out at an event 
And then he kicked me out. He's like, oh, they're going to be coming home around a half hour. You got to go. And this was the funniest guy. He called raccoons a rack of cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> Them there rack of cocoons. It was hilarious. But yeah, so I actually sat in George Bush's camp and drank George Bush's booze with his butler. And we had a great time. Once again, I didn't have any idea that I was in the belly of the beast. But I did know I was in George Bush's camp, which kind of scared me because, like, if I was caught there, I probably would have been killed. Um, and then I snuck out the night after that. I snuck out to watch the cremation of care ceremony, which is what Alex Jones filmed and put on on YouTube. Um, this occult ceremony with the burning of a baby. They call it an effigy. But really, the most powerful men in the world, are they really going to use a fake baby? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. So yep. pretty wild. So I can vouch that everything that Alex Jones posted in that video, I saw with my own eyes. That's there. You got multiple breaches in there. Uh, Dave, uh, there's this notes section. Why don't you go ahead and read all the way down to where it says uh, their highlighted golden words, where it gives you a phone number that you can call about joining. My dog is going berserk, so either he has to use the bathroom or there is a uh, FedEx driver with a suppressed uh, handgun at the door. So yeah. if you don't hear back from me, um, yeah, anyway, but uh, I'll let check me go in let the dog out. <laughs> but yeah, you go ahead and you read that note part and uh, read all the way down to the phone number and then I'll take over from there real quick, okay? Perfect. No all problem. Right. So note at the bottom here, the Illuminati provides equal opportunities to all joined members, and we strive to oppose religious influence on society and the abuse of power by the state by fostering a safe place for critique, debate, and free speech inspired by the Freemason and French Enlightenment philosophers. Also, our primary aim is to empower our members so the world will see and embrace the light. The bullet, the Illuminati don't accept human or blood sacrifice. The Illuminati is divided into minor groups to ease identification. When you're in a certain group, you don't have to request membership from any other source or group. All the Illuminati requires is your, is your loyalty and obedience on all process that shall be given and instructed by any member that we shall link to you so you can become a full member of the Brotherhood. I become a member of the Brotherhood by calling 27-656-752-795. Join the Illuminati Brotherhood. The Illuminati Brotherhood welcomes those qualified men and women who are interested in the possibility of joining the Brotherhood to become a member of a fraternity whose members and principles have shaped the world and our history. Men and women age 18 and older who believe in a supreme being and meet the qualifications and standards for membership are eligible to petition for membership. We welcome men and women of every country, religion, race, age, income, education, and opinion. Mm -hmm. So that was under their homepage, everyone. That was that. Um, let's see here. Let me make sure I'm clicking on the right page that I want to move to next. Um, yeah, Dave, why don't you go ahead? And um, since you want to read along with me, click on there about. And uh, you and I can go through this one here. 
Yeah. So under who we are, know the Illuminati Brotherhood. Uh, we are a global elite organization of influential people uh, that isn't uh, hampered or by dogma or professional uh, deformation. We don't uh, come to you and say we are the Illuminati, but we are everywhere and our only tool is common sense. We can, I'm sorry, um, we come from all kinds of backgrounds, parentheses, farmers. Hey, um, what's uh, what's Bill Gates' uh, big hobby horse been lately, uh, Dave? There you go, farm, mm-hmm. farmland. He's the largest owner of farmland in the U.S. now. Doctors, t- uh, you know, like um, people that might want to tell you to take a drug that with an experimental vaccine. I'm, I'm not going to do my impression of Dr. Fauci. And also uh, people that contradict themselves and uh, what happened to be at the head of the AIDS crisis, uh, pushing a drug that wasn't the scenario, uh, namely AZT. Uh, yeah, this is Dr. Ouchie. <laughs> yeah, who, um, by the way, I think the drug he was pushing to was uh, a, a big help by um, Gates. So anyway... Farmers, yeah. doctors, to teachers, uh, and from uh, translators uh, and artistic painters. Um, we know about all people in entertainment industry and putting out messages and meetings and works from the uh, the Masons, um, which all fall in line with that, uh, and the parentheses. Uh, with as our main shared characteristic that we're a coalition, curious and open-minded. While many of our operations require an, uh, an um, say the word for me better anonymity. Thank you for the safety of our members. We strive to create a better community for understanding between us and our own protection uh, from persecution. And it goes under where it says uh, our purpose. Like all organizations, uh, the human beast naturally strives against extinction. Uh, Though our countries have borders and your languages have barriers, all people in all places are members of the same biological family. All humans are species of a collective that keeps humanity in existence. Though you are merely a speck on the back of a grain of sand from compared uh, from a grain of sand when compared to the vast number of humans born and decomposed for millennia, you are important uh, to your species survival as the greatest kings and queens. Um, I don't think they're referring to us as kings and queens. I think they're specifically referring to people and members. But yeah. anyway, the Illuminati operates uh, various departments and programs for benefits of all people in all places from all generations. By protecting the interest of humanity as a whole, our organization has ensured the ongoing dominance of the human species over every other creature and predator on this planet. You're going to really love this uh, section here. Our wealth. The uh, the Illuminati's financial foundation is built upon liquid assets and various holdings across the planet. (sighs) With, include, with income derived from multiple other sources. The societal replacement of physical uh, currency with numerical-based finances, digital banking. I really want to get into this if you have the time for me, brother, with um, what's happening right now 
um, oh, with yeah. digital banking because that is coming around the corner fast, like in less than a year. Yeah. Uh, where banking, where money is viewed as a number instead of paper or stone, has made unlimited uh, funding uh, available with merely a keyboard. A number of our operations carry no cost due to our relationship with agencies and influential business executives, further reducing our need for financial. Um, and then in big bold letters, money means nothing to those who print it. And to that, I say true. Another man who said something similar was it doesn't matter um, who votes, it counts the votes. Similar concept transferred over to money. Absolutely. And it's a one-liner here. Why don't you read that one-liner? It is no coincidence that all world leaders possessed vast networks of wealth. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to show the symbols of the Illuminati, which yep. are many. Circle, yep. pyramid, the all-seeing eye. Yep, the, and then uh, they got a... Um, the infinity um, symbol, the owl. The owl being the symbol of the Bohemian Club and the Bohemian Grove. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, touch on a few of these real quick. These are minor points, the symbols... But just for people to understand, um, pyramid and all-seeing eye, you can find that on our currency, this um, belief system. Um, you have um, the Washington Monument. Um, we could, dude, we could do probably a three to four hour podcast on just these symbols alone. Absolutely the infinity symbol down. with uh, the snake uh, eating its uh, tail as it goes. Um, for those of you who don't know the story of Genesis, um, it is, is uh, deceived by a serpent back when it had legs. Um, the serpent came into covenant with Satan and did its bidding. And um, at the fall, the first one to be issued a curse was the serpent. It would be cursed to crawl on his belly. So that's the symbol behind um, the serpent there. You have the owl, like you pointed out, from uh, Bohemian Grove, um, but also um, Big Ben over in England, which was a um, back in the earlier uh, days of the Illuminati, a, uh, a big hub where they did a massive amount of growth. Um, but then most people don't know um, the sun. Um, is uh, There's been a lot of sun worship uh, that is uh, associated with this. Um, and then actually that is part of uh, what the symbol on Japan's uh, flag is. It's sun because they were into sun worship back then. Mm -hmm. um, there's other symbols on here. Graphs breaking it down. We could go on that forever, but for time we're going to get through this and then our beliefs symbols of illuminati appear in thousands of locations across the planet no joke on currency architecture artwork and in media of all kinds like how we were talking about with uh, captain america civil war and all these other things uh throughout right. since our information uh since our formation sorry uh, many of the Illuminati symbols have been shrouded in mystery, which has led to confusion over their meanings and purpose. In this section of our public website, our organization will bring clarity to our symbols and offer insight into their true interpretations. For more, visit the power and purpose of Illuminati symbols. And if you click on that, it'll go that. And again, their same pitch, join the Illuminati, 18 or older, blah, 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 blah their contact so you can reach out and send them a message all right and so let's go yeah, down and, to where it's and then there's just a i want to break this down there's a picture of about the illuminati symbols the eternal circle the mm -hmm. eye the light and the pyramid yeah yep and um actually um 
have you ever seen any of the Harry Potter movies? Oh yeah. Big fan. Yeah, you you remember their their big necklace thing that they uh that they need is pretty much this symbol. Yeah. Or a, a, a knockoff of it but very much resembling it here. Mm-hmm. All right. Under where it says um our belief um our beliefs. Yeah. Freedom is our a beliefs. dream. Okay, here, want me to take this one? Yeah, go ahead. Freedom is a dream for all mankind. The Illuminati operates in defense of you and all humans in all places and of all generations. Our duty to this planet has spanned across centuries and survived even the most established government entities. But the cultivation of trillions of human lives is a daunting responsibility. And with the human would not And while the human would not exist today without our protection, many uninformed masses mistake our guidance for a restriction of liberty. Though it is not wrong to be poor, the celebration of poverty is rooted in selfishness. A person who is poor can save a life, but a person who is rich can build a hospital and save tens, ten thousand. The poor can do little to help the poor. The rich can help as many as they are able. If a person is rich, they have the opportunity to do good. But if they are poor, they are unable to help anyone but themselves. The greater a person's fortune, the greater their responsibility to their fellow humans. Like the pyramid, those with the greatest power can do the greatest good for the largest number of those below them. Crowns have been passed through thousands of kings and queens, each different from the previous. Like the pendulum of a clock, Power swings from side to side, from one side to the other, in an endless passing of time. It creates a balance between two opposing forces, each side relying on the other to remain to maintain order. I have to interrupt you right here on that because there was just a whole bunch that we can dive into right there. Um, we can't go too deep into it, obviously, for time, although I have all the time in the world for you if you want to keep going. Um, so you hear how they think about the poor. Um, so, yeah, they uh, when they break it up into class, uh, eventually, uh, my, my belief, and I think it's pretty obvious from everything we can see, is the erosion of the middle class. There will be the elites, and then there will be the serfs, which is everything that Klaus Schwab um, is um, preaching for um, this new world or this new liberal world order. Yeah, um, the but great then reset. Yep. And then it says, uh, if a person is rich, they have an opportunity to do good. If they're poor, they're unable to have anyone themselves. Um, oh, here, I'm sorry, above it. A person who is poor can save a life, but a person who is rich can build a hospital and save 10,000. Now, and that you see all of this with different uh, fundraisers, foundations. Uh, you'll see celebrities be back. And I'm sure some people mean it in good, but there are plenty that are doing it and operating. Uh, different hospitals and stuff all built and erected uh, by these people. Um, and uh, you look at everything that they're, it's laying the ground for infrastructure for everything that they'll need. All right. Um, under um, where it says tenant of freedom and belief uh, and under the section where it says money and abundance um, is actually the same thing printed um, with their belief under there for each of it. So when we just hit that once, I'll let you go ahead and take it. Um, Can you go ahead and read that one? Yeah, sure. Um, Tenet of freedom and belief. Most religious belief is based upon information received from an outside source that cannot be verified, 
sometimes uh, known as heresy. Millions will follow the commandments of a religious text without ever having spoken to its author, and billions will believe in a deity because of miracles they were told of by someone who wasn't even present nor alive at the time. Um, and then it repeats itself under where it says money in abundance, um, where it says value and trade. Every human desires to be free of, opp- not, not free, free of oppression, free of hardship, free of poverty, free of hunger, free of rules and laws. But as you understand the nature of your species, it's weird how it says things of your species, uh, leaves uh, true freedom impossible. Well, um, and I just want to touch on that your species for a minute. Mm-hmm. I, I just have this deep knowing that we're a crossbreed of extraterrestrials. So I think, you know, the Jews call themselves the chosen ones. I think they're the closest to our in, in extraterrestrial bloodline. Um, I don't know if that was the case, but um, in Genesis, it talks about things where if you were to try to break down and describe to cavemen what aliens and extraterrestrials are, um, it, it's written a lot about that in Genesis, or um, it also talks about early in the beginning of times in Revelation as well as the end. Um, and so where it talks about the fall, my personal belief is it's fallen angels who needed to be able to interact with humans. And this is where it created Nephilim, sons of uh, Anakin, or Akinin, uh, as it were. Um, and that's where when you read about it, when it says uh, Noah was perfect, not true. Noah, after the flood, was a drunk who uh, passed out naked in front of his kids. Um, and his sons <laughs> had to cover him up. It's true. I Read about that it. after the flood. Um, but uh, perfect as in like in his DNA, as in pure of human race, where he is human. Right. And a lot of that was to wipe out um, that which has came out of control. So if you understand the Bible, when it gives the curse, all of we know at that point, um, those that believe the Bible is that God says he will bring about a man to redeem. And so then the devil's attack begins on all of humanity. Then um, it begin, goes into further along where more revelation is given that it will be through his people declares to be the Jews. And then the persecution narrows in even heavier to try and stop it from this uh, enemy, um, which is why a lot of these people really seem to, um, the eliminated tops really aren't big fans of Jews or at least are fans of the disaffected ones. And then um, in the Bible, it gets even further. It goes into a particular bloodline where he promises King David uh, that it will come from his bloodline to which then a uh, massive attack is taken. And then eventually we get Christ. Uh, he fulfills uh, the prophecy of um, all that are required to, in order for him to have uh, been recognized as Son of God is crucified, risen again. There are attacks against them. They fail. Um, shows uh, after his um, resurrection himself to many so that all can know about it. And then promises a return and ascends away and says that you will see him return uh, as you saw him left. In other words, uh, the size it says will crack open and he will descend. So um, that is um, where I believe a lot of that comes into play. And so that's why I believe a lot of them are when we hear about things like ET and you've been hearing throughout the news where it says uh, people are saying 
there's ships and we, it's not ours and they can do technology that is way beyond our powers right now. I don't know if you've been yeah. following any of this stuff for that. And they say the different alloys of it. And um, another thing I want to point out is the Tower of Babel, how it talked about where they wanted one unified language. But if you read in Genesis, the Tower of Babel, um, that, uh, and again, this is all stricken down to how you can best write it to people who are pretty much of uh, nomad herders and yeah. uh, slave people. So, you know, to the best of their understanding is how they can describe it. Um, but they, as, because this is a, a story, the book of Genesis was Thunder Monkey and another thing with David. Wow. That is wild, isn't it? Are under complete attack. We are under complete cyber attack. And that is, I believe, the fourth time. I think we might have been. I mean, are we counting the ones where you've been trying to stay afloat and cutting in and out? Yeah, then it would be like six. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, you're probably pushing 20s, pal. But. <sighs> um, Mind so, blow. Yeah. So I, thankfully, I stopped. I, I saw just the three dots go and then cut us off. Uh, yeah, so what I was talking about is I was trying to find a video on YouTube of Bill Gates at a TED Talk where he's talking about how we control global population growth. Mm -hmm. So he writes it out as an equation. CO2 equals P times S times E times C. And he says, if we can get one of these numbers to zero, then we can solve population growth. And he's talking about the use of vaccines and GMOs. Mm -hmm. So riddle, riddle this, if they are beneficial to us, like we say, how can the effective administration of those limit population growth? Yeah, it's, uh, it's dark times ahead, man. Everybody go back and listen to our first recording we did together. Where I tell you about fourth turning, about how all this stuff is going to start moving ahead. You're going to see over the next course of the next 20 years or 20 to 25 years, things are going to start to change at a rapid pace. You're going to look back and you will not recognize your country, let alone your world. This is, um, yep. and like we've talked about how the assassination of the former Japanese prime minister being taken out, someone who is, like I said, populist. Um, uh, his nation first. He was very pro-Japan first. I'm pro-America first. I was sad to see that France um, didn't get a um, France first. Um, I, I don't know. If, do they have presidents or prime ministers in France? But um, I believe it's the president. President, yeah. And then you have um, Boris Johnson absolutely failed at his job and uh, is being forced out. So we'll see if they're able to, of course, correct with Brexit. But I believe that the two, the ultimately, look, in American history, like I've told you with the fourth turnings, we had the Revolutionary War, which um, ultimately was the linchpin for the, um, the, the beginning of the end for the uh, British Empire. Um, and that's when it began to disseminate rapidly. I believe that was brought to a conclusion towards at World War II, and it's where we're at today. After that, you had civil war, starting up a new world order, um, bringing in more equal human rights, um, and then a bigger grab on federalism, fewer states' rights. And then after that, we moved into the other fourth turning um, world war, 
one and two and uh, a couple other events with it that would eventually ultimately after everything was shaked off would lead to the u.s being a superpower pardon me please sure to cut that in post um uh led to the world's uh u.s being the world superpower we were the gold standard at the time um and um that ushered into what they were called the liberal world order now i guess they're trying to call it the new liberal world order um where it's more of a globalist thing and so that was ultimately the global world order was pretty much the the precursor for what we're headed into right now which if they have their way they'll get it is the new um global world order where um you're, you're gonna see it, it's gonna be a war not of uh, republican democrat although those are vassals that i believe are used partly in this at least on the u.s side although this is this is bigger than the u.s you're gonna see it is it gonna be between this idea of are we nation states where um in because world war ii it, it changed the location of maps and stuff how you had um the balkanization before that and then now it's uh more eu based but um so now are we going to see um nation states ruled separate and individually and um we'll have to repick uh who our allies are but um a sense of nationalism, a sense of home, belonging, and restoring of culture, but or are we going to see it as a new one-world order, where it's almost like each country is a different state, or maybe even each continent is maybe a different state? But you see, they're trying to destroy our cultures. You see, they're trying to destroy our governments. You see, they're trying to destroy our infrastructure as they're bringing in new ones here, and you can see. People are fighting back against it, but they're pushing and fighting hard. And so I believe that will ultimately be the fight that we see the most here. It's going to be, are you populist um, nation state country first, or are you a new world order? And right. I believe those are going to be the two. Ultimately, you'll, I'm sure you're going to see more on different wars, bring it out between other countries and stuff. But the, the big scheme, the big war, the big plot is that will be the two the two factions fighting and at the end of this 20 to 25 year period that you're it'll depending on who wins is going to be depending on what the world looks like for our kids to pass it down to i'm really hoping that it's um populist and uh nation state and um, nationalism over a global world order um i i really i really hope i'm able to pass something on like that to my uh my kid absolutely but, and nationalism is being taught to us or propagandized to us as a bad thing right yeah. i'm all for america first like we have no right in sending 54 billion uh dollars to ukraine to foment a war that has they have no hope in hell in winning and I, from everything i've heard recently that they have already lost uh russia has reclaimed yeah. the donbass region and Lunesk region, which was that his Putin stated goal was to just to protect those people from bombardment by the U Ukrainian Nazi government that we put in control in a coup in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, I found that video by Bill Gates. Um, this is harrowing. So uh, can I play this? 
I don't know how that works, but if you're able to, then welcome it. Okay, so let's try this. Let me do a quick sound check on it. Make sure I'm not blasting people. That should be a good level. I'll rewind back just a second so we don't miss any of it in case I do have to. Upgrade it. Okay, so this is Bill Gates exposed. I want population control through vaccines. And this is from uh, Heavenly Love 33 on YouTube. Mind blow. Brace yourselves, people. On average, brief service and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, Probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now that's back from high school algebra, but let's let's take a look. Uh, First, we've got population. Uh, The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Okay, did, now did you hear that? Yep. If we do a good job with healthcare, vaccines, and contraceptives, we can lower that to 10 or 15% growth. Yep. Like I said before, if those are doing what we're told they're meant to do, how would that limit population growth? He continues here. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. Was that the end of the clip, Dave? So this is a wish. It's a very concrete wish that we invent this technology. If you gave me only one wish for the next 50 years, I can pick who's president, I can pick a vaccine, which is something I love, or I could pick (laughs) that this thing that's half the cost with no CO2 gets invented. This is the wish I would pick. This is the one with the greatest impact. If we don't get this wish, the division between the People who think short-term and long-term will be terrible between the U.S. and China, between poor countries and rich, and most of all, the lives of those two billion will be far worse. Two billion? And um, look where... Yeah, I I heard. I'm I'm still with you. And um, Uh, Probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, First, we've got population. Uh, The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. And it goes on population growth control via vaccines. Yep. And I love how he said, and vaccines, which I really love. And yeah. reproductive health services, question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, part of what's here. To... Oh, no, that was it. That was yeah. it by, uh, who was the person named there? I want to give a shout out to this person's channel. Uh, you did before we started playing. SavingTheRepublic.com, www.SavingTheRepublic.com. And there's an American flag with two rifles in an X pattern 
and a skull with a green beret hat on. Hmm. So there's a Patriot giving us information. Yep. That's from Bill Gates own mouth. If we do a really good job, we can get that population down. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. You said you were saving lives with this vaccine. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a very interesting two decades ahead of us. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. Agenda 2030. Mm-hmm. And I think like we said, um, the mask had uh, earlier, much earlier in this podcast, um, we were talking about did the mask slip off or has the did they take the mask off themselves or has the mask been ripped off i believe the mask was ripped off and to make up for that they're trying to speed things along as fast as you can and uh, that's why we're starting to see it more of it just come out openly in the light it used to be people make little slips like that and then have to walk it back they're not walking it back and then they're even bothering to go and put out their own website called the illuminati brotherhood.org and then they're telling right. you about it on the federal reserve and you can just go and read patents for yourself and they're telling it through you to you through their messaging they're telling it to you through their press releases it's coming it's coming fast. It's going to be a very bumpy ride ahead. Still yourselves for what is coming. Make sure you have lots of food. Make sure you have good security. Make sure you have lots of water. Make sure you have your own medical supplies to take care of yourself. Make sure you have a network of people that you can trust, that you can work in tangent with to be able to help each other out during hard times. Make sure you can do sustainable living on your own. And if you at are all able to get out of the cities, those yeah. would if be you're at all able to get out of the country. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's not really much of a place to run to. True. So that. you just, I, I say hit for the country, hit for the hills, you know, the further away from these uh, urban condensed centers where they're able to take their mass numbers all at once, the better. But um, yeah, we're, We've covered a lot today, man. This Absolutely. was a, this is a, uh, a, lot a of mega one. This is a mega, mega podcast. One. Yeah. Yeah. This will probably be broken down into three parts to make it easily consumed. Maybe four parts or more. Yeah. Uh, have to see what the total time is. But yeah, I mean, we've just been going, going, going. There's yeah. so many things to cover. It's just, you know, we are it's entering a- or in the middle of a crazy, crazy edge. Yeah. Age. Yeah. Yep. Well, that might yeah. be a good place to wrap it for now, huh, Trav? I agree so, man. It's uh, not like we didn't say much. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no thanks to the powers that be. Um, but yeah. Anyway, everybody, uh, my name is Travis Bushy, and I am the Thunder Monkey. You can find me over on Stereo at uh, Thunder Monkey. I, like I said, I'm going to be working here getting a studio built. So I can hopefully be able to not just do audio, but I'm hoping to be able to do uh, video segments as well. It's going to be deep dive segments um, for you, breaking down my the premise of my stuff is culture is downstream of politics is downstream of culture and culture is downstream of the individual. The individual lives in an increasingly political society and it's a never ending loop. So there's going to be a lot for us to break down. And uh, I look forward to being able to do deep dive segments and uh, break these essays down. Dave, thanks for having me on, man. 
Absolutely. And Travis, I look forward to uh, to us both going digital, going uh, video rather, because then we can actually share these these websites. We can do a screen share so that yeah. the viewers can actually see what we're looking at in real time. Uh, right. And I think that adds a whole nother level of not only credibility, but ease for people to access the information. Because you know how it is. People are overwhelmed by information these days. Yep. And it can it can make some people comatose where it's just like, oh, my God, it's all too much. I'm going to totally tune out. Yeah. So the easier we can make it for people to access and ingest this information, I think the better. And uh, I think video is a great way of getting there. I've got a little studio myself here. Um, I put up a nice black screen behind me and uh, I've got a new laptop that apparently has HD video. So maybe I'll do a trial run on that, see if that's good enough quality or if I need an external camera. Nice. Yeah, I just got a nice external camera. Uh, the computer is new. So I got to uh, wreck a few walls, do some painting, build a door. Um, but I got a spot and everything all set for it. And um, hopefully soon we can be able to move this thing for uh, you and me doing video, man. Absolutely. Well, yeah. everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Dave Smith and another thing with Dave and Travis, the Thunder Monkey. You can find us both on the stereo app, Travis at Thunder Monkey and myself at and another thing with no spaces, all lowercase. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you're digging what we're doing, picking up what we're throwing down, please do share with your friends and on social media and absolutely drop a follow. Much love, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.